Okay, so today, friends, we are reading a classic piece of children's literature. This story is called The Emperor's New Clothes, and this was written by Hans Christian Andersen a very long time ago, and it's there's so many different versions of this story that you can get your hands on. This particular version was illustrated by Paul Deegan, and I will put the pictures up on my Instagram so you can kind of see some of the art that's in this book. And that's what illustrated means, by the way. It means that someone has drawn art to go with the story. So if you want to see them, we will put them on my Instagram. And of course, we will also explain what's in the pictures. Um, And friends, I do want to encourage you also to join us on Patreon. If you would like to support what we do and make sure that there's lots of stories out there for all of the people who are listening and be a part of that and maybe get a shout out or, you know, um, let me know um, stories that you would like to hear read. Please reach out to me on Patreon, support us, join us, and we'll keep the stories coming. So, without any further ado, The Emperor's New Clothes by Hans Christian Andersen, read today by Mommy and... Woof. Woof? Are you a dog today? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, let's... Captain Woof Woof. Just like my my sister, Captain Meow Meow. Nice. Superhero dog. Okay. Are you ready, superhero dog? Why did you call me superhero? Just seems like that might be the right thing if you're a captain. Like Um, Captain America, something like that. No, I'm just captain. I'm just an ordinary dog with an odd name. Well, all right then. Are you ready? Just call me odd name. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Once upon a time, there was an emperor who spent all of his money on new clothes. He did not care about his empire or his army. He never went hunting or riding in the country. In fact, the only time he ever went out was to show off a beautiful suit of new clothes. For every hour of the day, the emperor had a different outfit, each one finer than the last. And just as other kings and rulers can usually be found in their throne rooms or council chambers, this emperor could usually be found in his dressing room, trying on all his clothes. Life was jolly in the emperor's city and strangers always came from afar and wide to visit one day two swindlers arrived pretending to be weavers do you know what a swindler is they are a tricky person who usually tries to trick people out of their money but they're not typically truthful okay They told all the people they met that they could weave a special cloth, rich in rare colors and designs, which was more beautiful than anyone could imagine. But even more extraordinary, they said. Any person who is not doing his job well, or is 
just plain stupid. Cannot see this marvelous cloth at all. Well, what do you think about that? He said a nest word, so I don't think I want to read this. Yeah, I would say these guys are probably not good at all to say that kind of stuff. Hmm, thought the emperor. It would be truly wonderful to have clothes made of that cloth. Why, just by wearing them, I could find out which of my officials are not fit for their jobs. I could even tell clever people from fools. I must have some of that cloth at once. So the emperor gave the two swindlers a large sum of money and told them to begin weaving the cloth immediately. The two swindlers promptly hid the money in their room in the tower where they set up two very large weaver's looms. Do you know what a weaver's loom is? In, in the picture, we can see one of the swindlers setting up the loom. It is a big wooden contraption, and it has strings on it. And then when you move the loom, it creates a pattern, and it makes, it binds the strings of thread together to make a cloth. They sent for great, great quantities of precious gold and silk thread. These they also hid in their trunk. Then they sat down and pretended to work at the looms. After several days and nights with no word from the weavers, the emperor began to grow curious about the progress of the cloth. But rather than go see it himself, he decided to send his trusted prime minister, who was a very sensible man, and no one in the empire knew his job better than he did. When the prime minister saw the empty looms, he could hardly hide his surprise. He did not see any cloth, for of course there was no cloth to see. Surely I'm not stupid, he thought. Perhaps I'm not fit for my job. Oh, what if the emperor finds out? Well, exclaimed the weavers at last. Do you like the cloth? "'Ooh!' stammered the Prime Minister. "'It is... Uh, absolutely beautiful!' The two weavers smiled, named all the colors, and described the designs to him. The old minister listened closely. How else could he tell the emperor what the cloth looked like? Now... The sly weavers demanded more money and more quantities of gold and silk thread. Then they hid everything in their trunk and went on working day and night, weaving at the empty looms. The emperor soon sent another official to check on the cloth. Of course, he did not see any cloth, but he certainly could not admit to being a fool, so he too pretended to admire it. 
And he listened very carefully as the weavers described it. Then he hurried to tell the emperor all about the cloth. Now the whole city was buzzing with talk about the wonderful new cloth. The emperor could not wait any longer. He had to see the cloth himself. With a flock of his most trusted officials, he went to the weaver's room where those two clever rascals were still working at their empty looms. Isn't it uh, uh, magnificent, your majesty? Cried the two officials who had already seen it. They pointed to the empty looms, for they were quite sure that everyone else could see the cloth. This is terrible, thought the emperor. Am I stupid? Could it be that I'm not fit to be emperor? Now, really quick pause. What do you think is really happening right now? Those two, I don't know. Yeah, those two bad guys are tricking everybody else into thinking. If I say, I don't see any cloth, then people will think that I'm not smart because this cloth is only supposed to be seen by smart people. But is it? He's not smart. It's a trick, isn't it? He's smart, but mm -hmm. he can see it. Let's see what happens. The cloths are visible. Let's listen. Nothing could make the emperor admit that he could not see the cloth. It's the most beautiful cloth I've ever laid eyes on, he exclaimed. All of his trusted advisors quickly nodded their heads. Great, gorgeous, lovely, superb, they all said. The emperor gave the swindlers medals of high honor. He gave them noble titles, too. Each would now be called Sir Weaver. Then the emperor ordered the weavers to make new clothes out of the cloth. He wanted to wear them at a royal procession scheduled for the end of the week. But... right. The weavers worked all through the night, burning more than 16 candles, because back then they didn't have electricity. So the whole city would know how hard they were trying to get the cloth ready. They made a great show of taking the cloth off the looms. They cut at the air with a huge pair of scissors. They sewed the cloth that wasn't there with thread that wasn't there. At last they announced that the emperor's clothes were finished. The emperor and his highest nobles went to collect the new clothes, and as the weavers held out their empty hands, the nobles 
all cried, ooh, and ah. Oh. Here are your trousers, your highness, said the weavers. And here is the shirt, the vest, and the robe. The train is so light, you will feel as if you have nothing on. That is the beauty of this cloth. The emperor quickly took off his clothes, and the swindlers pretended to fit on the new ones. They pulled threads here and stuck pins there, and as they pretended to put on each piece, the emperor admired himself in the mirror. My, what a marvelous fit, he said. What rare colors, what magnificent designs, cried all the highest nobles. Finally, the emperor turned around once more in front of the mirror. I'm ready for the procession, he cried. The two clever swindlers had a good laugh as they got ready to leave the city. The nobles who were to carry the train were clutching at the air. Neither dared to admit that he couldn't see the emperor's clothes. And so the emperor walked through the city under a magnificent canopy, and all the people cried, Oh! And, Oh! The emperor's new clothes are splendid! But not one person was willing to say that he was stupid or unfit for his job. So each pretended the emperor's clothes were a great success. But he doesn't have anything on, cried one little child in the crowd. Just listen to the voice of the innocent, said the father, trying to hush his child. Whispers began to buzz about. A child, says the emperor, has Nothing on. Yes, cried all the people at last. He doesn't have anything on. The emperor's heart almost stopped beating. He knew the little child was right. But he thought, the procession must go on. So he stood a little straighter, walked a little bit faster, and the nobles hurried to keep up with him, carrying a train that wasn't even there. And that, my friends, is the end. <laughs> what a silly story indeed.